Hi, and welcome to another episode of Tied Together. I'm Richard Bundock, the CEO at Keyes' Group. Our podcast today is all about agency collaboration. Recently, Keyes took the plunge and put one of their team on secondment with a partner agency. And this episode is all about that experience. I'll hand over the reins to Alex at Keyes and Matt at We Teach CRO to tell you more. Hi, everybody. I'm Alex, Head of Experience and Design here at Cohesis. I'm joined here today by Matt Skaysbrook, who is CEO and founder of We Teach CRO. Hello, Matt. Good morning. Good morning. So could we kick off by, um, could you give us a little background on yourself and, and your company? Yeah, sure. So We Teach CRO is a four-year-old specialist CRO agency. We work with clients such as Sage, Nando's and GoDaddy. And we've worked alongside the team at Cohesis for just over a year or so now. Excellent. Yeah, we've been, we work on a, on a bunch of projects together, sort of CRO ones and data ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the sort of purpose of this conversation t- today, we just wanted to get together and talk about cross-agency collaboration. And normally when we talk about cross-agency collaboration, we're talking about pitching or new business or, you know, like how can we share workload between two agencies? But today we wanted to talk a bit uh, about something else, which was around employee learning and development. And so how agencies can work together to help their teams uh, sort of expand their abilities or broaden their opportunities. So what happened was one of one of my team at Cohesis in the experience team, they recently completed a, a three-month secondment with yourselves at We Teach CRO. And this this was all this all came about basically. It's all it was all your idea. So could you could you kick us off and just like talk about how this came about? Yeah, sure. So we'd uh, you know, as you mentioned, we've been partnering with with Cohesis for just over a year. And this particular person had been working alongside us, you know, on a fairly day-to-day basis for for probably six or seven months or so. And and they'd been the the primary person uh, on the cohesive side for for CRO and and data work, and I guess as 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 anyone who you know who runs a business or runs a team, you you want to develop your people, you want them to be in the you given the best possible opportunities, and it just started me thinking of how how could that how could we do that how could that opportunity be presented. And then it was <laughs> it was relatively late one one evening, and the idea of secondment came to mind. You know that those who've worked in in uh, in enterprise level organisations, you know, big big corporate businesses, secondments are pretty common there. Uh, you know, people will move from one from one business area or business unit into another. Sometimes that comes with uh, uh, with a promotion because they're covering you know a maternity leave or uh, you know, a, a, a temporary role, and since we worked so closely with the the team at Cohesis, it made me think: Well, why couldn't we do that? Could we not bring that person into our team in a slightly more formal basis? You know, give them access to everything that we have, and and effectively surround them with people that do this work day in, day out, and would be able to provide that uh, that support structure. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a, a a brilliant idea, and something that hadn't really occurred to me. I think the so, you know the benefit of a small agency is you know you have you get involved in lots of different things, and you, you know you're able to adapt and be nimble and things like that. But you don't have that kind of depth 
necessarily of lots and lots of people who've got lots and lots of experience and can spend lots and lots of time uh, bringing people through and to be able to you know give one of my team um, experience with your clients and your processes and, and your ways of working was a really valuable opportunity yeah i think the 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 people you know having people around you that that know the kind of work that you're going through and the challenges that you face is 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 definitely one part of it and i think the other part as you sort of alluded to there is is the the process and the structure part of it as an agency we we're, we're very very specific about what we do and it, it means that we've been able to put a lot of time and an effort into our processes and they're all geared towards the delivery of one very specific type of work and everything that this person learned in their time with us. It's not just the experience of the people they've worked with. It's how do how do CRO programs work at an enterprise level on a day-to-day basis? What kind of coordination is needed for that? What kind of templates are needed for that? What kind of questions need to be asked at, at what stage? And and hopefully that's something they they can take, you know, back to Cohesis and then, you know, in, in future, wherever else that they go. Mm-hmm. I've got to ask though, was it, was it an entirely altruistic move or was there, what, what were you <laughs> hoping to get from it as well? Yeah, well, you, you, you referenced the, the, the small agency thing. There are a lot of benefits of, of working in a small agency. You know, the, the level of responsibility you you are given on day one is 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 a lot higher than it would be in, in a larger agency or, or a larger business because there's just fewer people to do things. For us, we were acutely aware that, you know, giving giving some of our team experience of managing and developing other people was something that we weren't we weren't able to give them at that time and you know being able to being able to bring somebody in on a secondment on a temporary basis you know yes it was was good for them but it was also good for for our team here to to take on that responsibility i've i've always believed that management of people is something that you actually have to want to do but it's very difficult to know if you want to do that until until you've actually been in that in that position and therein lies the challenge how do you give somebody effectively pseudo people management without them having to commit to it because i think the only the time you realize that people management is for you is when you see somebody you're working with developing and improving and applying things that you've taught them in previous days and you get greater enjoyment out of their success than you you know have them producing something great than you would producing that thing yourself if you don't get that feeling you probably shouldn't manage people we have parallel paths here for our team those who want to progress with people management and those who want to progress without people management and there's no you know we we don't set a we're not, we're not setting tiers of uh, you know, people managers aren't valued more than those who don't manage people. Their responsibilities are different. You know, people management is a skill, yeah, and one that that we all seek to. You know, if you want to go down that path, it's something that you develop over time. So, yeah, there was there was absolutely benefit for my team as well as well as the Cohesis team. Mm-hmm. So, so to get into like how we how we went about it, really, and to to talk a bit about like, the process we took, we kind of we kicked it off. Um, with initial briefing between sort of our side and some team members on your side, and where we talked about like the scope of the secondment, how long it would be, uh, what the kind of um, expectations were from each side 
um, and kind of roles and responsibilities and things like that. But one of the first things we did was was an initial performance assessment where I made an assessment of my team members' performance based on a few different criteria, which were things like hard skills, such as attention to detail or, or quality of insight, those kind of things, through to softer skills like uh, confidence or clarity of expression. And the team member did the same. They ranked themselves on, on where they felt their performance was uh, at the start of the secondment. And we shared that with the line manager on your side and kind of had a very open discussion really about, you know, this is where we both think we are and this is, you know, these are the areas that we want to work on. And then uh, she was uh, introduced to your wider teams, really. How did you go about kind of bringing her into the fold? Yeah, the, the, the key thing for us was that for the time, for the time that they were here, that they felt like part of our team. You know, they have access to everything that our team has access to. You know, they have a WeTeach CRO email address. They're in, they're in Slack. They're in all of our, uh, in in all of our documentation, and you know, every team meetings that we have, and we we have a very open, we have a very open structure here where the vast majority of information either is shared or would be shared if somebody asked, uh, and it was it was vitally important for me that that we didn't compromise on that, you know, and frankly, there's a certain number of risks as a, as a business that you take doing that, you know, you, you're exposing certain details that wouldn't otherwise be exposed. But the whole part of the point was that this is about bring properly bringing somebody into the team. And so we, we treated it as if, as if it was a, a brand new, you know, sort of direct hire for us. And everyone, everyone in the team here understood that you know, this was a secondment and it, and it would come to an end, but that until it did, the, the, you know, that person should be treated as, as anyone else would be here. Yeah. I think that's a really important point is that they were involved both in your sort of social general team meeting activities, as well as the ones on our side as well. So we kind of divided our time up. Um, We split the time, 70% of the time would be sort of allocated to to we teach CRO and, and be working with we teach CRO and 30% would be on our side but outside of that it was to ensure that the the person stayed connected with both businesses was 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 really important and they don't feel as if they're kind of being abandoned to a new company and or you know or that they've totally joined a brand new company to talk a bit more um about process and and how we how we ran this day to day so we um we set up a biweekly check-ins with your team and with the line manager from from your side where we evaluated their progress throughout the secondment and and what we used was a, a kind of red amber green traffic light system to show how whether they were making good progress if it was green and like clear effort was being made and clear clear improvements were being made versus amber where you know like effort was starting but you know no no real uh, results and through to red, which was like areas which still hadn't um, um, any improvement hadn't been made or were areas of opportunity. That pro- that process, like, is that is that something you'd used before? Or is that just something that came about organically? It's yeah, it's it's a it's a process that uh, that the line manager had used uh, before with other imp- team members that that she's worked with. I think what part part of this for for me was that you know I it, it was it was my idea. Um, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to personally 
control it. I wanted to, you know, I guess empower the team really to do their, to do it the way that they saw best. You know, I personally not involved on a on a day to day basis. I think I've I've always looked at where are the opportunities to to have somebody else take responsibility. I suppose I think it, you know, it's it's similar with the with the secondment itself. You know, the the option was was presented. But it's down to the individual themselves as to as to whether they want to take that opportunity. And I think as you know, as as managers, that that is to some extent the the limit of what we can do. Our our, our role is to present opportunities. We can't we can't make somebody take them. <laughs> you know, we that that's that's beyond what we're capable of. True. I mean, to kind of jump forward. Overall, everyone would be glad to hear the secondment was a was a was a great success um, from our side. From the team members' side, they made great improvement. They got uh, access to uh, a whole bunch of new experience, a whole bunch of different ways of working, and they really appreciated having somebody or having you know uh, multiple people from both sides taking that that real care and time in their development to really help them along the way uh, and sort of give them a, a tangible direction in their development i mean what what was the outcome from from your side yeah i think well we 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 sat down and and discussed it uh afterwards and you know i think that probably the most important the most important question in in that conversation was would we do it again and the answer to that was yes we would Uh, i think in in every team i've worked in over the years the bringing new people in is always is always a good thing. It brings a a change in in the dynamic of a team, but it also brings fresh perspectives, new ideas, and so, sometimes when you've worked in an industry for for so long, sometimes you start to get you know tunnel vision about things. There there are you, you set up you set up sort of guardrails and and realize that you're not actually looking beyond those, and you know you bring somebody new into the team. Who asks? Oh, why? Why do you do it that way? And on occasion, you realise you don't know. Mm. And and if you don't know, well, the, then there probably isn't a good reason <laughs> why you're why you're doing it that way. And therefore, you either need to to find what that reason is, or accept that actually there might there might be a better way uh, of doing this. And yeah, as said earlier, we we also wanted to to give one of our team in particular the opportunity to to see what it's like to manage a person and to be responsible for their for their development. Um, and that was a that was a huge benefit for us. It wasn't it wasn't something we we were going to be able to do in the you know in, in probably within a, a six month period or so. So it, it gave us the opportunity to do that. I think the 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 end results. It sort of speak for themselves, really. You know, we're happy with it. You're clearly happy with it. Uh, the Secondi themselves was clearly happy with it. You know, it, it really was one of those occasions where, you know, and they're, and they're relatively rare in business, I would say, where literally everyone benefits. Yeah, um, no, that's yeah. very true. I mean, but, but the bit that you know, a lot of people want to know is what went wrong. And <laughs> what would we do? Is there anything that we would do differently next time? You know, I, I think, as you said, like both of us would definitely do this again you know, if there was another opportunity arose. Um, is there anything from your side, do you think some improvements or, or ways we could have 
done this differently? It's a, it's a difficult one because as as the first experience and because it and because it went you know because it went so well it's hard to be I guess too too critical on it but you know I think there there probably are some things that that we might do again uh, that we might do differently sorry where you know looking at that initial assessment piece and saying okay what how are we you know we we were relying effectively on opinion at that stage you know your your initial opinion um the person concerned their their initial opinion as well and something that we we developed with them uh in in the final sort of few weeks is uh is something where we that we use here to assess the capability uh of of any potential consultant and i think some some sort of call it more perhaps sort of formal assessment at the at the early stage to say okay well you know it's not just how do you feel this person is getting on but how how are they able to demonstrate what they're capable of from a, an understanding of the uh, of the discipline perspective and then you know repeat that again um towards the end and then probably the most important bit is show them the difference between those things one of the advantages we've seen over the years of having, you know, relatively relatively junior staff spending time teaching or, or coaching even newer members of the team, is that sometimes you're so involved in the in in the learning and the developing every day, you don't realise how much you've picked up yourself. Um, mm-hmm. And when you're being asked to impart that information to somebody else, it's at that point, and often only at that point, you realise how far you've come. That recognition of your own development is is a big is a big factor, particularly when it comes to confidence. You know, as a, a as a younger employee, where you don't have so many years of of experience to fall back on, feeling like you do a good job is hugely important, and wanting to be able to demonstrate that in a in in a more tangible way is something that you know I, I might consider for for next time. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's a good point. I think from my side, this is definitely something that does require time from from both sides. And so it's not it's it's something where you shouldn't embark on this if either company is really slammed with work. It has to be something where you really allocate um time from the the people who are, who are gonna be doing the line management on either side to make sure that they are doing that oversight, they are tracking progress they are keeping that person to account and making sure that they're getting the 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 best value learning experience in in the period of time so i think it it did work really well between the two of us but i think if i if if you're in a different company i I wouldn't think that this is you know an easy way of getting somebody else to train your staff it definitely isn't this is this is a partnership (laughs) between two companies yeah yeah it, it it has to come you know the will alone to do it isn't enough yeah. Um, you know, the, the, it is anyone who has trained or, or developed uh, teams or, or individuals knows that you you get out what you put in. Um, it is not easy to do. It requires a lot of patience. It requires you to to be willing to question why you do things in a in a certain way. And so, yeah, I think it, it's it's something I'd love to see repeated between other businesses as well you know our, our experience has certainly been very positive of it but 
you know, as you say, it's certainly not a, it's, it's not a, a, a quick and dirty way of getting somebody else to train your staff. It is a genuine investment from, from both sides. It shouldn't be overlooked the, the value that that, uh, that that has for for the individual themselves not not just in the training and the you know the the skills that they learn on in that in that secondment but also that their that their employer is willing to look outside uh, call it business norms for a way to help them you know that's i th- i think that speaks a lot uh to to an employer that they're willing to do they're willing to do something out of the ordinary because they believe it's the best thing for that particular person. No, I think that's true. I mean, I think one final comment or, or, or question was, we, we went through this process during during pandemic, during lockdown times where, uh, you know, everybody's at home, working from home. And I, I think in a way that was kind of useful for companies that are entirely remote normally or, or everybody right now being remote, is that made that the, the technical aspect of moving between you know, having a meeting with one company in the morning and a meeting with the other company half an hour later, that's absolutely fine in a, in a Zoom-based world. I think if, if this was in a, uh, a situation where uh, the secondi is, is, is actually going into a different office, do you think that we still would have seen the sort of same results or do you think it, it's just a, a different process we would have gone through? Yeah, I, I did think about this Um you know, wondering yeah, abortively, would we would we be back in an office towards the end um, towards the end of this economy? But I think, yeah, as you say, there there, there are benefits, uh, especially for for new team members being in that that office environment, surrounded by other people. You know, and certainly from a line management perspective, where it is easier to see where uh, you know if if someone is is struggling, it's a lot easier to see. Um, I think you, you you get a sense of it. It's almost an aura that you can <laughs> that you can feel when that when that's happening. But but as you say, the 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 flip side of that is that it was substantially easier to to switch you know to switch between meetings between the between the two agencies without without needing to be in a in a different place or without the expectation of of being in a different place. And I think almost the the ability to feel like part of both teams was actually in some ways made easier by the fact that everyone was remote. You know, it's very difficult to say, oh, you're definitely part of the team. Everyone else is in the office, but you're not. Knowing that everyone isn't there, you're on equal footing. So yeah, I think there's, there's as with, as with, every, as with everything, uh, homeworking versus office versus hybrid, there's, there's pros and cons to each of those. But I think what it has shown both of us and both of our our businesses is that this sort of thing can work even even against the backdrop of you know what be what might be perceived as a challenging situation you can achieve good results with with left field approaches if both businesses are are willing to to try something slightly different that's a great point thanks matt thanks for your time that was a really good really good conversation Thank you very much. Cheers. Hope to do this again soon. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Tied Together. If you have any comments or you have any feedback for us, you can always email us at tiedtogether at kihesis.co.uk.